you know, I look at it, Bob, probably the more people we get in our industry and the more excitement we get, the better for the whole industry, the better for everybody here, because we're all going to learn from each other and continue to make this industry fabulous and exciting. And, you know, that to me, that's that's good for everybody. Welcome to the Planet Laundry Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, we chat with Craig Dukowskis, Senior Vice President for Alliance Laundry Systems. This is Craig's second stint with Alliance. He served as the company's national sales manager from 2002 to 2007. Craig is known as an industry leader, as well as a highly successful equipment distributor. Prior to rejoining Alliance, he was the president and CEO of Kleck Distribution, which was acquired by Alliance in 2019. Craig prefers a practical approach to leadership with a strong focus on execution. The Planet Laundry Podcast is brought to you by Planet Laundry, the magazine of the Coin Laundry Association. This is the Planet Laundry Podcast. I'm your host and the editor of Planet Laundry Magazine, Bob Neiman. Today I'm with Craig Dacascas, Senior Vice President of Alliance Laundry Systems. Hey, Craig, thanks for being on the podcast today. Hey, thank you, Bob, for having me. Really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you and I have known each other for a while, and uh, you've been in the, uh, in the industry for a number of years now on both the uh, manufacturing side as well as the uh, distribution side. Given that, what gets you most excited about the laundromat business today? I think for me, what I'm most excited about is our industry is very strong and vibrant, that it's ever been. And I think about the opportunities for store owners and uh, distributors and even manufacturers. I think it's just an exciting time to be in, be in our industry overall. Right. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're certainly seeing a lot of change. I mean, that's for sure. A lot of change in the industry these days, especially with regard to uh, consolidation and a disruption in the traditional laundromat models. Now, I, I guess of those evolving business models for laundromats, which stand out to you in your mind and, and why? I think for for me, uh, as I look at the laundromat, I don't really look at it as just a in-the-box business model. I look at it as it's always changing, like you said. And, uh, and in my mind, it's getting better each year. And the reason why I say that is because I think when you look at what's going on in our industry, it's becoming more and more focused on the customer experience for the end user that uses the, our, our products, but also the store owners. And it's, it's become more of a customer experience than really what I thought about when I first joined this industry. And it's exciting to me to see that because as the business model maybe changes, there seems to be a lot of excitement around it. You're seeing some great new products being put out, both from a technology standpoint, but also at the store owner level. And now I think for the entire laundry management team, this excites us because we look at what the next level service and how do we elevate the industry as a global leader. So we're excited about that. Right, right, absolutely. What are, what are some of the differences that maybe you're seeing between, oh, I don't know, the old style stores and some of the newer remodel laundromats that, that seem to be taking their place uh, all over the place these days? I think uh, the old style was a thought of how many machines you could put in a square foot. <laughs> and today, I think that experience has totally changed. I think it's really geared toward the customer experience now. And also, you know, when you think about 
tailoring cycles, customers apps, reward programs, things like that, that people are really looking at how to use technology to create a better customer experience at the end of the day. And that's what, you know, I think is kind of fun for our uh, our industry is you and I've been here quite a long time. We've seen a lot of changes. So, and, you know, it's an exciting time right now because of the technology piece for me, at least. Well, yeah, as I mentioned at the outset, that you, you were a distributor for a number of years. You're currently on the manufacturing side. So what are your, what are your thoughts, um, given that background, on the trend of manufacturers owning distributorships, uh, including your own company, Alliance? Sure. I think uh, in our case, direct access to us as a global leader, a range of services that we feel that nobody else can match in the industry is really good for both worlds. A local expert backed by a global company, I mean, I think when you look at what's going on in the marketplace, once again, it's geared toward the customer experience, even the distributor experience. You know, you, we want to provide best-in-class products, best-in-class service, things like that. They're really, once again, geared toward the customer experience. What are, what are some specific advantages to the laundromat owner? under this, this emerging trend of, of uh, manufacturers owning distributorships. Any specific advantages to the, uh, to the store operator? I think so. I think they have access to a global leader like Alliance. We just recently had a store owner event where we actually had people into our facility and really had open discussions. So I think it allows them to get closer to the manufacturer and have a little bit more input and uh, dialogue with us as, as you know, we're trying to get better also. And, but we want to hear what uh, the store owners have to say and how they see the industry and, you know, make sure we're in line with what they need to be successful. Sure. Right. Uh, certainly valid, valid advantages there. But by contrast, what are some potential challenges as the market kind of consolidates in this way? Well, that's a good question. I think. You know, is if you look at distribution overall, it's been around a long time and it will continue to be around. There will always be independent distributors that do a great job for their customers and also with uh, factory-owned distributors who are trying to match that customer service uh, in marketplaces and provide for the store owners, you know, one source for them to go to that they can actually intermingle, so to say, with us and communicate with us and provide feedback directly with Alliance employees. And, you know, that feedback comes all the way to the top of management now because we're closer to the marketplace. We feel where where before sometimes I think when you think about manufacturers, everybody thinks we're disconnected. (laughs) You know, we're trying to be more connected so we build the right products, provide the right services and have those things that both the end users want, the store owners want, and our distributors want. And, you know, so to us, we see a big advantage in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Craig, what's next in, in your view? I mean, where do you see this, this blurring of the lines, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, among traditional industry segments? Where, where do you see it leading us? I think when I think about the future, I wish I was 20 years younger, Bob, because I think this is just an amazing industry to be in. I've been in it 30 years. You've been in a long time. And when we first started, it was really cash-driven, okay, and quarters and price increases were difficult, things like that. 
making store owners more profitable. It was a challenge in some cases with raising prices and things like this. I think with the technology piece, it's going to make life easier for all of us. And I also think for the end user, you're going to have a better experience at those stores. I mean, you look around the country and you see what product is being put out by a lot of distributors, okay, and store owners. It's amazing to me because you and I can go back and look at what we thought was cutting edge 20 years ago, right. where it's really evolved with the colors, the way the store design is, the size of the equipment. I mean, so for me, I get excited about that. The only thing I said is I wish I was 20 years younger. Right, right. Hey, Craig, another growing trend in the industry are uh, franchise offerings. There's, sure. there's more and more of them these days, including uh, Alliance's own uh, Speed Queen Laundry franchise. By the way, how is that going? How is the Speed Queen Laundry uh, franchise going? I think it's going very well. And our viewpoint is, you know, it's another offering. We saw an opportunity, uh, just like other people in the franchise market, where during COVID and even before, there was a different investor coming into our industry, which is great for our industry. But they wanted to maybe scale differently. They wanted to be able to partner with somebody that maybe took out a lot of the questions of, you know, what what layout, what design, things like that. So for us, it was just another option for people to have within the marketplace. I don't think it's for everybody. And I also don't think, you know, there's lots of rumors out there. You know, that oh, franchise is going to take over. I would say no, that's probably never going to happen. I think it's an opportunity for investors who want to scale and go to different marketplaces and different things like that with the apps and the cashless opportunities and the technology. So I see that as an offering, but I don't think it should scare people as much as, as sometimes the chatter that's out there because I think about, you know, McDonald's. McDonald's mm-hmm. came in. There's still a lot of independent restaurants out there doing right. very well. Right. You know, and not everybody bought a McDonald's franchise. So there's, I think there's room in the marketplace for all of us to be successful. And that's the franchise offering also. Certainly. R- room for everybody is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. There is room for everybody. Yeah. Well, you know, as you know, the, the franchise model hasn't worked very well in the laundromat industry in the past. What, what's different now? Why is it seeming to catch fire a little bit? And, and what's different now where you think it's, uh, it might be a, a viable model? I think it's because of the growth of technology, Bob. When you really think about the technology, especially for someone like you and I have been around. And, you know, when we first started introducing electronic controls, people said, oh, I don't know about electronic controls. Then, you know, aftermarket cashless payment systems came in and people were like, oh, I don't think that's ever going to catch on. And so you look at technology and it's kind of pushing everything along with the management tools. And I think that's what's brought franchise maybe back around and forward to, you know, as far as an option for some of the investors that are out there. Like I said, it's not for everybody and never will be. But I do think there are a certain amount of investors that are interested in an opportunity like that. Mm-hmm. What can a franchiser do for a laundromat investor that perhaps a, a distributor can't do? What are the advantages of working with a franchiser? I think um, really some of the decisions that are made, you know, when you look at an independent, they rely on the, the uh, distributors to help with locations, help with design layouts and things like that. 
where when you're working with a franchise, it, those decisions are already pre-made. You know, you think about Chick-fil-A and they're pretty much all the same across the board. This is what you get. This is the product you get. And I think for a lot of investors out there that are looking at the franchise, that's kind of what they're looking at. And I think that's an advantage for them where, you know, they're looking at, hey, I want to get into this industry, but I might not want to make all the decisions and the, the hard decisions on what tile to pick, what floor, what lighting, you know, where we're, we're providing a package. And, and so are other people in the franchise, but they're providing a package for somebody to come in and get that. So, you know, I look at it that way. And I think there's an advantage for them to do that. And the other advantage is a franchise is going to be very connected to the franchisees as far as helping their business grow, maybe learning best practices. As you know, we have a wonderful organization called the CLA, and that provides a lot of help. But uh, this is the next step maybe in helping some of the franchisees really understand their business, meet with them, look at things that maybe traditional store owners haven't thought as much about, you know, in the marketplace and best practices. You know, you're starting to see that now being shared on social media, which has been great to me. I mean, I look at what people are posting and I get excited because people are sharing these best practices, whether we wash, dry and fold, what they're doing with the national accounts. How are they picking up, you know, commercial accounts? How And it's neat to see all the sharing with technology. And I think technology has led us to that type of sharing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, in general, and this last question on, on franchising, I promise, but what's the biggest misconception that people have about the laundromat franchise? Well, once again, I think it, people feel like franchise is going to take over the industry. That, that's not going to happen in my mind. I think that's the biggest misconception. And I think, you know, our industry, and, I, and I'll say this with a lot of respect, We've been a little more conservative and maybe sometimes a little afraid of, of change in technology and stuff. I mean, you look at how fast technology is moving in a lot of other industries and we've, we've been kind of slow to adopt some of that. And some of it is, I think as a store owner, they're fearful of their customers, making sure they have the right products for their customers and making sure that experience is great. So some of them are um, maybe a little more conservative. Hey, let's wait and see how this works. And, you know, but with franchise, I, I do think it, it there's going to be a, a small portion of our industry that is that I don't think it's going to be a large portion by any means. It's just to me, like I said, Bob, it's another offering, allows other people within to get in our industry, maybe, which, you know, is going to help us grow overall because we're going to attract new investors, maybe that are more sophisticated, you know, in some ways, want to embrace technologies in other ways. And then what it's going to do to me is it's going to trickle to a lot of the store owners and there's going to be a lot of sharing because of all this technology. And hopefully it uplifts the whole industry and we all will all grow from it and we get a better experience for the customer and the end user. When I look at those stores, the franchise stores across the country, whether it be ours or, or other people's, you really look at that offering and, it, and it's it has uplifted the whole industry in my mind. Even independent people, store owners are up in their game, so to say, with the product they're building themselves to have their own brand in certain markets and stuff, which is which is interesting to see. I think it's exciting. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, like as you say, it's just it's another pathway for different individuals to get back in to get into this industry, and, yeah. and maybe 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 people who might not consider it in some other form or some other model. Sure. So it's just another way. Sure. Yeah, it's another way. And, you know, I look at it, Bob, probably the more people we get in our industry and the more excitement we get, the better for the whole industry, the better for everybody here, because we're all going to learn from each other and continue to make this industry fabulous and exciting. And, you know, that to me, that's that's good for everybody. Hey, no doubt. No doubt. Another another huge trend that we're seeing is is just more laundry owners exploring newer markets wash, dry, fold, pick up and delivery, uh, more commercial accounts, again, all out of their traditional laundromat setting. You know, in your mind, what has led to this, I guess, full service laundry trend that we're seeing? I think the marketplace has changed, Bob. I think we've become a society in the last 10 years where time is so important for people. We're tied to our phones. We're tied to computers. We're tied to all this stuff. And people want to get laundry and services done quicker and faster. And I think the store owners have really driven some of this excitement as far as, like you said, pick up a delivery service, wash, dry, and fold. These are other revenue streams for for the store owners. And this is great. But they're also providing a a nice service to people who are busy on the go, but can use the facilities. So, I mean, and, and I see that even going further in the next 10 years when I think about our industry and that. So I think a lot of the changes we're seeing are really good and positive for the industry. And, you know, I think some of these store owners are super bright and smart people that are looking for different revenue streams. And and then what happens is when other people see it work, they go, oh, this could work in my my market also. Or, hey, I want to own a store in another market because this is an opportunity that I see too. So I like it personally. Right, right. I think these these full service offerings are are, uh, certainly just going to grow down the road. Yes. Yes, absolutely. From your perspective as a, uh, a leader at Laundry uh, at Alliance Laundry Systems, what do you see as some of the top challenges facing the industry these days? Oh, that's a good question. There's a couple of things. Uh, obviously, as you know, the price of products continue to go up, even ours, um, with the cost of steel and everything that goes into these products. Technology, um, hopefully we'll get some benefits there. But I think it's... Uh, same thing. It's return on investment for our store owners. I mean, that's what they're really in business for. And how do we help them become more profitable? Um, That's a challenge, I think, for all of us. Just because of the cost of utility rising, you see some gas issues that are being talked about in New York City and California. You know, those are challenges. I think, you know, the idea of maybe getting rid of all gas dryers I find it a little bit out there personally, but, um, you know, this is something we're facing as an industry that we got to stay close to and think about and react, you know, as we look at those type of challenges, you know, as, as we go forward to me. And also for the store owners, to me, it's, it's pricing, you know, how can they, you know, raise prices, things like that because those are difficult in some marketplaces and difficult for store owners to be able to raise prices in some cases, even though their utility costs are going up, things like that, or maybe their rent, they don't own that location. They lease those locations and things like that. Those are, those are the challenges I see yeah. that, 
that are going to be tough for all of us still. Do, do you see any of those challenges maybe presenting uh, opportunities for us? As challenges so often do. I mean, is there an upside or a silver lining to some of these uh, challenges we're facing today? Yeah, I think there is. The upside, obviously, is the pickup delivery, the wash, dry, and fold. I mean, uh, those are great opportunities for people to look elsewhere, pick up pick up some accounts, you know, commercial accounts, do things locally, provide great service for the community, things like that. You know, I think those are all revenue streams that stores are really exploring where before maybe they didn't think about it. Now they're kind of being forced. And then how do they use technology to drive that profitability? Because that, you know, when I say that, I mean, I'm talking about management systems, things like that, that allow them to really manage whether they do wash, dry, fold, or pick up and delivery. How do they manage their fleet? How do they, you know, what routes do they do? So you're need management systems and things like that in place for store owners. So they have that availability to expand their marketplace. Right. Perfect. Perfect. What what are laundromat customers, and I'm talking about the, the end user, what are they looking for today that they weren't maybe looking for even a few years ago? I think it's multiple payment systems. If I had to say the number one thing that I hear talking to them is multiple payment systems. You know, obviously this was a cash business years ago. I think there's a lot of hybrids out there right now that are still coins. They offer some cashless payment systems. Some people are going to apps. You might see that in certain marketplaces. So I think that's the biggest thing that they're looking for. And then I think the store owner experience, how do they make it better? How do they use some of this technology to be able to also earn the price for the service that they're actually giving? You know, I think that is one of the things that I'm hearing and talking to store owners about, you know, and, and we've seen it, you know, across the board, across the marketplace. Sure. Sure. So I think overall, the basics are still between you and me, Bob. I think we still have to have a clean, a safe, and a friendly environment for mm-hmm. customers to come in and do business with us. Right. The basics aren't going away. The basics uh, aren't going away. Right. Right. That's why they're the basics. That's why and, they're the uh, basics. And, you know, you build on that, that, that foundation, you know, and that's what's been interesting when you think about all the new stores that are being built and thing, and even the remodels and the replacement of equipment and stuff. As we look at it, I know you're out in the field and you see it and I see it and you're just amazed at some of the, the decor that I'm seeing in the stores, the furniture, stations, the workstations, things like that, allowing people to come in and have private workstations, things like that, while they do their laundry. I mean, it's it's pretty uh, exciting as far as I'm concerned because, you know, 20 years ago, people, we weren't thinking like that. And today we are, and we're, you know, I think the store owners are pushing us as a manufacturer to provide better products with management systems and things like that to help them be successful. Right, right. It's about, I guess, respecting the customer and, and, and taking that customer experience to uh, to the next level is what yes. you're talking about. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. What does it take to be a successful store owner in 2023? I think, honestly, it goes back to basic. Know your customers, mm-hmm. provide excellent service, treat them with respect, and they will they will come do business with you. That's, you know, to me, I think it's pretty simple. You know, at the end of the day, the customer is always right. Uh, you know, and it's all about customer service. Right. 
Hey, last question for you, Craig, and I really appreciate your time today because I know you're busy, but what's the biggest reason for laundromat owners to be optimistic as we head into the second half of the year? Well, I think the pandemic showed us something that was we all thought about, didn't talk much about it. We were essential service, and I think that provided uh, a lot of comfort for a lot of uh, people in our industry. So I think while the marketplace is uncertain, the economy is a little scary, we're largely immune from downturn, so to say. I mean, if you really think about it. So it's a safe place to be. It's a wonderful business to be in. It does, it's not perfect by any means, but it gets steady returns on investments. And, and I think as business and investors and people like that are looking at our business, that's what's attracting the, the new investors to me. Very, very well said. Hey, Craig, that was everything I had. Is is there anything maybe that I didn't ask? Anything you'd like to get out there? I want to give you the last word. Uh, anything that you would like listeners to this podcast to take away from this uh, conversation we've had? I would say keep pushing us all to get better, whether it be the store owners to get better, the manufacturers, the distributors to get better, because if we all get better, it's just a better industry for all of us. So I would say continue to push us. Keep your voices out there to be heard. Let us know how we can improve. Let's let's leave it right there. Craig, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure, and I always learn something when we talk. Hey, thank you, Bob. I enjoy you, too. Have a great one. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Planet Laundry at planetlaundry.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube.